0: Hello, and welcome to this podcast summary of the meeting of the International Auditing and Assurance Standards Board, the IAASB, held in New York the week of June 16, 2014. I'm James Gunn, IAASB Technical Director, and I'm joined by Professor Arnold Childer, Chairman of the IAASB, and Dan Montgomery, IAASB Deputy Chair. Welcome, gentlemen. Let me start first with you, Arnold. Could you touch on the highlights of this week's board meeting?
1: Okay, James, uh, thank you very much. Um, Well, I think overall um, I thought this was a very stimulating meeting because of the range of topics that we dealt with, but also not unusually, I have to say, the quality of the debates and views and the active participation of so many. Let me first say that I'm really very pleased with the progress that we have been able to make on the auditor reporting project. And then we'll talk about that in a minute. But before that, um, I'm also delighted about the progress uh, that we made and the support we got for the way forward of our proposed strategy for 2015 to 19 and the work program 2015 and 16. And we are positive about uh, expecting approval of that in our next board meeting. Let me elaborate a bit about what we discussed in the Strategy and Work Programme. First, please to note the support for our further refined proposed strategic objectives and these strategic objectives focus on first the ISAS continuing to form the basis for global, high quality, valuable and relevant audits second, uh, addressing the emerging needs of stakeholders for the IAASB standards other than ISAS. So there will be a focus on ISAS, but not only that. And the third strategic objective, strengthening um, the outreach and collaboration with key stakeholders. It's, of course, always an important issue on our agenda, but, but we will further work on that, and it's very important. Um, the consultation document triggered a lot of comments and I think in some there was a lot of support for the topics that we had identified, but we also got a pretty clear steer from many yes, but could you please do more in the shorter term than already the project that you had identified for that. So the most substantive change from what we proposed in our consultation paper is also moving forward our work on the topic of group audits in ISA 600. We really heard strong views from many stakeholders that the board needed to give priority attention to these issues. And we are prepared to undertake information gathering as a first step on this topic as soon as possible. We also will focus on audit considerations relating to financial institutions and further the topic of quality control and we already had an initial discussion at this meeting about a range of potential issues that could be addressed on that topic. And further, the board also intends to devote attention to the topic of professional skepticism. Um, we have to discuss how precisely and what's the key issue. Is It may be stimulating skeptical behavior rather than adding to standards. But it will be on our agenda starting pretty soon. And we also will think about how uh, uh, current standard addressing agreed upon procedures may need to be revised. Um, And I also want to note that end of May, we had a very constructive meeting with a number of leading national standard setters around the world. And we discussed with them and got a lot of support from them for uh, a more active involvement of national standard setters in some of our projects to, to speed up our work. I'm very pleased with that. Um, And finally, in connection with the future strategy, we also discussed developments with respect to implementing a rapid response mechanism. And we received an update from staff on steps that the board is taking to consider how we could increase the efficiency with which we operate. So I think that's a lot of perspective for the future. Let me stop there, James.
0: Thank you, Arnold. Very helpful, and and thank you for your reflections. Now, uh, let me turn to you, Dan. Could you give us a brief update on the activities of the auditor reporting project and next steps uh, and any other notable items from this week from your point of view
2: yes thank you very much james and uh, first of all with respect to auditor reporting uh, i am very pleased with the progress we made at this meeting we had our first read through of the suite of revised auditor reporting standards and are on track for finalizing them at our September meeting. We essentially closed off the discussions on our overarching reporting standard, ISO 700, which includes requirements to make an explicit statement on independence in the auditor's report, also identifying the jurisdiction of origin of the independence and other ethical requirements, uh, as well as naming the engagement partner for listed entities. Uh, I MUST SAY THAT WE MADE EXCELLENT PROGRESS ON ISA 701, THE NEW STANDARD THAT WOULD ADDRESS THE COMMUNICATION OF KEY AUDIT MATTERS. AND IN THAT REGARD, uh, WE HAD VERY GOOD DISCUSSION ABOUT THE REQUIREMENTS BOTH FOR DETERMINING AND COMMUNICATING KEY AUDIT MATTERS. Uh, OUR MOST SUBSTANTIVE DEBATES WERE ON THE POSSIBILITY THAT THE AUDITOR MIGHT CONCLUDE IN EXTREMELY RARE CIRCUMSTANCES not to communicate in the auditor's report a matter that had been determined as a key audit matter. Uh, Feedback to the exposure draft suggested that this type of requirement was necessary. So the board is continuing to explore how this could best be done, recognizing that it's necessary to put proper parameters around any decision not to communicate a matter and to promote disclosure in most cases uh we also heard on exposure uh, from many respondents the need for robust application material in isa 701 to support the auditor's judgments and this week the board was supportive of the balance between the requirements and the application material on the topic of going concern uh, the board has now reverted back to an exception-based reporting model And by that, I mean including a statement about going concern uh, in the auditor's report in a separate section, a going concern section, only in those instances when a material uncertainty relating to going concern has been been identified. Uh, We had some lively debate around the possibility of a new requirement aimed at enhancing the auditor's consideration of the adequacy of disclosures around going concern issues including the need for and adequacy of disclosures about underlying events or conditions when a material uncertainty does not exist Uh, we believe that this is a a very important area to help to drive behavioral behavioral changes in the way that both management and auditors approach the assessment of going concerns so uh, it certainly is important that we get it right Uh, finally the board had an initial discussion about issues relating to THE ISA 800 SERIES ADDRESSING SPECIAL PURPOSE REPORTS TO DETERMINE HOW EACH OF THE PROPOSED ENHANCEMENTS TO THE AUDITOR REPORTING STANDARDS SHOULD BE ADDRESSED Uh, AND WE WILL WORK TOWARDS AN EXPOSURE uh, OF THE ISA ISA 800 uh, AMENDMENTS uh, IN SEPTEMBER. Uh, TO CHANGE GEARS JUST A LITTLE BIT, uh, I WANTED TO MENTION THAT THE INNOVATION NEEDS AND FUTURE OPPORTUNITIES WORKING GROUP, which WE REFER TO AS THE INFO GROUP, WILL BE AN IMPORTANT PART OF OUR ONGOING THINKING ABOUT AUDIT AND ASSURANCE RELATED ISSUES, COVERING TOPICS SUCH AS INTEGRATED REPORTING. AND AT THIS MEETING, WE WERE PLEASED TO RECEIVE A PRESENTATION ABOUT THE USE OF DATA ANALYTICS IN THE FINANCIAL STATEMENT AUDIT, uh, A TOPIC THAT THE BOARD WILL FURTHER CONSIDER GOING FORWARD. SO, JAMES, BACK TO YOU.
0: Thank you, Dan. Uh, Great summary. I'm sure our listeners uh, very much appreciate uh, the the highlights, particularly on auditor reporting, and thank you also for touching base on the important activities of the Info Group. Arnold, uh, any final remarks before we conclude this podcast?
1: Well, yes. um, In the end, it's all about people and with people. um, And we had a number of important changes in senior staff. Um, This was the last meeting for Jim Silph in his capacity as Executive Director Professional Standards and uh, IFLAG Executive Director after 15 years of service, um, including a lot of service to the IAASB. Um, So we had uh, several farewell uh, remarks to Jim and some gifts. And I really want to record our great yeah. appreciation for his excellent service over such a long time. But we are hopeful that he will not completely be off the scene yeah. and continue to support some of our work. Um, but James, I'm also of course very pleased to note that you have been appointed after an intensive global search, search um, as his successor, um, and you will have the title of Managing Director Professional Standards Setters. Uh, professional standards, um, which is a slight change uh, compared to Jim's. So, yeah, will not be an executive director to IFAC, but really focusing on servicing the independent standard setting boards. And I'm delighted that you have been appointed, and I wish you a lot of success. But also, um very happy to see that uh, the current deputy director, Kathy Healy, has been appointed to replace you in the position of IAASB technical director. And I wish her also very well. And of course, um, we will recruit for the now open position of deputy director in the near term. But I'm very pleased with all of this that we will continue to be very well served by the current staff. And uh, that's my conclusion for now.
0: Thank you, Arnold. And thank you for the, uh, the kind remarks. Uh, my <clears throat> my uh, acknowledgments, of course, also to uh, Jim Silf and my congratulations to uh, Ms. Healy on the promotion. Uh, so thank you again, Arnold, and thank you, Dan. IWSB's next meeting will be held the week of September 15th in New York. At that, board, at that meeting, the Board will be asked to consider the approval of the Auditor Reporting Standards, um, including the ISA 700 series, as well as an exposure draft of amendments to the ISA 800 series, as Dan has noted. Um, also, as Arnold has noted, uh, the approval of the IWSB's Future Strategy and Work Program, At that meeting, we will also have a discussion of um, er early consideration of the responses to our exposure draft uh, released earlier this year on ISA 720, addressing the auditor's responsibilities for other information, and the Board will continue to also receive updates on the activities of the info working group. This concludes the podcast summary of the IWSB's June 2014 meeting. Meeting highlights and a full audio recording of the board discussions are also available on the IWSB website. Thank you for listening.